Hey, this is Jay. You're listening to Radio Rookies Podcast. These podcasts are stories created by teens previously broadcast on WNYC Radio. Radio Rookies teaches you the tools you need to create your own radio story. Radio Rookies helped me learn that the power of the mic is a beautiful thing. Now let's listen to real stories by New York City teens. Today we hear from 14-year-old Katie Bullness. People might assume gay and lesbian lifestyles are now widely accepted in New York City. But as Katie has discovered, gay youths still struggle to be accepted, especially in neighborhoods like Harlem. To do a story about the ups and downs of gay youth in Harlem, I had to go to Chelsea. It turned out that Chelsea and the West Village, not Harlem, are where they tend to hang out. A Harlem lesbian named Dolores told me where to go, the clubhouse on an out-of-the-way block of West 28th Street. It has gay and lesbian night every Wednesday. Dolores met me outside. In Harlem, they're just not having it. It's just like they're just so rude to the gay community. Mind you, it's not just their community, it's everybody's community, and people should be able to be who they are. Dolores said they used to be a club for gays and lesbians in Harlem, but even there, people treated them unfairly. They used to come there and stand there, and every time somebody come out, they scream, faggot, you know, and stuff like that. And I think that that was, like, so disrespectful. If they even think that you are, then they don't know you. They'll say something to your face that just is uncalled for. That's 20-year-old Faquan, one of the people in line for the clubhouse. But down here, you can, you can walk and be happy and, and, you know, just be yourself. When you feel yourself to be different, you move yourself into an environment or a neighborhood or within people who are more like you. Jackie Bishop is Assistant Director of Prevention, Education, and Policy for Harlem United. Her organization is one of the few in Harlem that serve gays and lesbians, but it's an AIDS clinic, not just a community center. On a Wednesday afternoon, Gregory attended a meeting there. I grew up gay in New York City, and there were no resources when I was an adolescent. There are more resources, but most of the resources are downtown. There are places like Hedrick Martin, but there is no institution for young gay people in Harlem. Hedrick Martin Institute runs a high school for gay teens and sometimes does peer counseling in areas like Washington Heights and Harlem. But too many young people are not educated on what being gay means and can't accept a person who's different. I had a problem when I would play basketball. If I would win, then, then the person would get, you know, ribbed because, you know, a gay person beat them at ball. They'd be like, well, how you let that faggot kick your ass on the court? And I would usually get into a fight, so I stopped playing basketball because I got tired of getting into fights afterward. Even my family, you know, um, kind of turned their back on me when I said I was a gay woman. Um, it wasn't easy to deal with my friends because then all my friends, being females, started thinking I was looking at them and, you know, it's like, not, nah, don't want you. I interviewed some of my own friends about their attitudes toward homosexuality. For the most part, they said that being gay is okay, but they also admitted to some prejudice. This is Benilsa. My sixth grade teacher, he was gay. He used to act gay. He used to dress gay. Uh, everybody used to make fun of him. Why did you make fun of him, or why do you think your other classmates made fun of him? Because he was different from us. Most of my friends don't know that in another time in history, the Harlem Renaissance, some of Harlem's most revered artists and thinkers were gay. Harlem historian Michael Adams, who is gay and African-American, says he came to Harlem for exactly that reason. To read about Langston Hughes and County Cullen, it was like 
looking back in the past and discovering yourself, you know, someone who had had some of the same kind of goals and desires that you had. Adam says even though there was probably more prejudice against gays in the 1920s than there is today, in some ways it was easier for gay youth in Harlem back then. Gay teenagers could see that all of these people who were well-liked and respected were homosexual. They could see them as role models of people who they wanted to be like. But today, people like 18-year-old Jamal are drawn downtown. He says he was shocked when he discovered places like the clubhouse. I just totally changed. I mean, I became, I guess, who I was supposed to be. For WNYC and the Harlem Radio and Photography Project, I'm Katie Bonanz. Radio Rookies is supported by Bay and Paul Foundations, Con Edison, Fred L. Emerson Foundation, National Endowment for the Arts, the Margaret Newbert Foundation, New York City Department of Cultural Affairs, the New York Times Company Foundation, Rockefeller Philanthropy Advisors, Helena Rubenstein Foundation, and Time Warner.